1: This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is May the 12th and there's a lot of huge albums released on this day and we'll start on this day in 1967 when Jimi Hendrix released his first studio album, Are You Experienced? Featuring tracks Foxy Lady, Hey Joe and Purple Haze, the record became known as one of the best of all time. It peaked at number two in the UK and number five in the US. Also being released on this day, five years after that one, the Rolling Stones put out their landmark double album, Exile on Main Street. Recorded mainly in a villa in France, they were living there to avoid British taxes. How very patriotic of them. They named the album such as they are tax exiles. It follows three other incredible albums from the band, Beggar's Banquet, Let It Bleed and Sticky Fingers, and hit number one in the UK, number two in the US. Rolling Stone magazine included the album at number seven of the greatest albums of all time. A couple of Pink Floyd stories, too, as well, many years apart. On this day in 1967, at Queen Elizabeth Hall in London, the band introduced an early version of quadraphonic sound, using a device to pan sound around the venue. They also used a bubble machines, which, bizarrely, got them banned from the venue, as the bubble and its liquid kind of stuff damaged the carpets. Naughty, naughty. And then, fast-forwarding many years to 2011, David Gilmour and Nick Mason joined their former bandmate Roger Waters on stage at the O2 in London. It was the first time since the 2005 Live 8 concert at Wembley Stadium that they'd actually played together. Gilmour and Mason joined Waters to perform Comfortably Numb and Outside the Wall. But for today's main show, then, we're going to focus on a group signing their record deal. Yes, on this day in 1977, the Sex Pistols put pen to paper, again, this time with Virgin Records. Now, the background to this is quite famous, of course. Malcolm McLaren had managed to bag record deals with EMI, who dropped them, and then AM, who also dropped them, over their bad behaviour and, well, crazy antics. Richard Branson takes a punt on the out-of-control punks, though, and paid them £15,000 and promised to release God Save the Queen in time for the Silver Jubilee. The band released Never Mind the Bollocks, Here's the Sex Pistols, and the rest is history. It's a landmark record, and a landmark time in British music and culture and society, really. Now, I interviewed Sex Pistols' original bass player, Glenn Matlock, the guy who had a hand in writing most of their songs, and who left to be replaced by someone who couldn't even play an instrument, but that didn't really matter, did it? Anyway, I spoke with Glenn on episode 80 of Vintage Rock Pod earlier this year, and here's a short clip talking about how they came up with their musical style. Let's go back to the the early days then, in the rehearsal room. I mean, what was it like coming up with the songs? Because you were doing something new, it was different. You weren't just trying to be the next, I don't know, insert band name here. So what was those early days like in the the room?
2: Well, I I think the one thing that the Sex Pistols knew for definite was we knew what we didn't want to be. (laughs) We knew what we didn't want to sound like, but we was going to do it anyway. And it just kind of came out through happenstance, or different sets of influences you know i like the pirate radio stations and the earlier beat kind of groups you know like the who and the kinks and the the R-Birds and the Small Faces, my big favourite band back then, and then all the Tamla Motown stuff. Paul liked some of the Tamla Motown stuff and, like, Roxy Music and things, got Deluxe and things like that. Steve was in love with the New York Dolls and Johnny Thunders, and John hated all that and liked um, Captain Beefheart and Can and Van de Graaff Generator. I hated Van de Graaff Generator. Hawkwind was all right. But anyway, there was all these different influences going on and it all added up to the ingredients for what became a very rich wheeler base or stew and although the music came out quite simple um, there was a lot going on behind it
1: and I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness so until then take care
0: it's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football